Welcome to the RV Pro Talk podcast, hosted by Keith Shoemaker, co-owner of Redlands Truck and RV, and Brad Kilgore, owner of Custom Shops Marketing. We created the show to connect the RV repair world, provide trusted resources, whether you're just starting your RV repair shop or you've been at it for decades. Uh, hopefully you enjoy it, and we're here to help. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Brad Kilgore here with Custom Shops Marketing. I'm here with my good friend, Keith Shoemaker from Redlands Truck and RV. How are you doing today, Keith? Hey, Brad. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Hey, everybody. This is the RV Pro Talk podcast, and we're super stoked to uh, be sharing ideas with you. Uh, Keith has been a longtime uh, owner of uh, a massive RV service center in Southern California, and uh, I am a uh, former full-time RVer and been running RVs for many, many years. And then uh, my expertise is online marketing, specifically for uh, RV service shops. So um, yeah, we're just going to kind of kick off what we're talking about today. And uh, we're going to start with um, a little bit about um, uh, the story of uh, Redlands uh, Truck and RV. I mean, they've been around literally for over 50 years. So I'm going to have you talk a little bit about the history of, of, of your shop and kind of your credibility, because I know I understand it. It's 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 epic, for lack of a better word. And uh, so maybe, yeah, just tell me a little bit about your story, your situation, and uh, obviously your, your, your co-owner sister and go from there. Yep. Uh, 1972, my I remember being out front to our house and my dad said, hey, we're going to fix trucks for a living, something to that matter. I was eight years old. And uh, I, I do, I, I completely remember the conversation. And then, you know, whatever happens in a kid's time, whether it was a month or a year later, but I was at this shop in Redlands and we were working on commercial equipment, trucks. And uh, my dad was the owner. My mom was in the office. Uh, we had two mechanics. And at first they said, Hey, to me, they say, hey, just, <laughs> just make sure you don't get hurt. And the first thing I did was slipped. I was screwing around or whatever. I jumped over something. I slipped and I fell in a tub of solvent back when we could have solvent and I didn't tell anybody. And within two or three hours, my pants and that area back there was on fire. So I had to finally confess what I did. And I never screwed up again like that at the shop. But uh, uh, 19, that was 1972. My dad had been an engineer at Lockheed, um, put himself through college. Uh, and Lockheed was located uh, close by to us in a little town called Mentone. Had a small rocket, something in there. And they were closing it. And they, Lockheed was moving everybody to Akron, Ohio. And my dad was friends with the owner of Redlands Truck Service, which was the repair company for Redlands Express. Redlands Express was delivering Lazy Boy furniture that was made in Redlands uh, up and down California in 1968, 1972 vehicles, you know, that era. Um, so right away we were... Uh, when my dad said, yes, he'll buy the business and put it right, right away. We had a customer and, uh, several other customers. And then we just continued to work on commercial trucks up until, 
um, probably late 90s, uh, where truck leasing became super popular with our commercial accounts. And one by one, we were kind of picked off, you know, big, huge um, uh, school supply and paper delivery company up in Redlands, Mentone, uh, went to lease kind of overnight and it really shocked us. It woke us up. And I asked my dad, I'm like, hey man, you know, what, what's this leasing stuff? And he says, ah, don't worry about it. It won't last. But it did. And eventually they got uh, almost all of our commercial accounts ended up leasing equipment. And when you lease equipment, it, you uh, the repairs uh, go to the leasing company. And what they were doing, really, they were smart. They were buying brand new vehicles and leasing them to these companies at a profit. And if there was something wrong with the vehicle, they would just take it back to the dealer. So it's pretty smart. Anyway, uh, pushed us out of the market. And quickly, I realized that we needed to do something different. Um, the government contracts or, or service agreements that we had with our local Caltrans and county and city, they were okay, but it, they were changing as well. And I knew that we needed to do something different. And um, we had actually pivoted several times. Uh, we started working on school buses. We were a Thomas school bus uh, PDI center. I delivered school buses all throughout Southern California, down into San Diego. Um, we were uh, a, uh, a Texoma service center, and that's a device that drills uh, four, five, and six-foot diameter holes down to 30-plus feet, um, mostly used for large posts and piers and things like that. Um, we... we uh, we did several bucket trucks. We were a Teco dealer, a reach all. Um, that whole market has changed. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> they went through their own metamorphosis. And then it's interesting. I, I think I either got tired of changing and making pivots and trying to find something that was going to be steady. You know, by then I had four or five mechanics and we were busy uh, and I needed to feed our, uh, feed the beast. And, uh, I read an article on workforce in a magazine around 2000, 1999, 2000. And they said, this company is looking for service centers. And I'm like, and it was a GM chassis. And I'm like, holy moly, the first time ever we could be a service center for something. So I called and within three months, we were a service center and we started working on motorhomes. Our mechanics hated it. They didn't like being clean. Um, we didn't understand the motorhome customer. Uh, we went through a heck of a training and change for ourselves. And really, honestly, since 2000, that's led us to where we are today, 2024. You know, we're, we might work on a commercial vehicle here or there. Uh, someone that's delivering party goods or people or something of that nature. Um, actually we've done some highway patrol. Oh, today I was at the shop and we have the city of Redlands. Um, it's a trailer that they use as a stage. So they had us update it. So we do we actually still do some commercial work in addition to RVs. So sorry for the long-winded answer. <laughs> no, that's, that's totally cool. I mean, 
you know, you, like say it was a, a family run business by your mom and dad way back in yeah. 22 or uh, 52 years ago. And uh, yeah. at this point, you know, it's a completely different animal. You guys are known throughout the, the whole Southwest, if not the United States, as the go-to place uh, for RV repair and upgrades. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's cool because uh, you guys have worked hard. And 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 the, the biggest thing I see is you, you know, you treated people right along the way. You, you took care of business and, uh, you know, your reputation is solid because I've, I've been there in my RV. I've sent friends and, and friend, uh, people there and, you know, it's the same thing each time. It's like, man, they did a great job. I'd re refer these guys to anybody. And uh, yep. that's, that's quite an accomplishment. And, and with that said, uh, thir what's today? Wednesday? Uh, last Thursday, I did a seminar in Hemet. We had just gotten back from courtside. I got back on Monday, I think it was. So Thursday, I'm down in Hemet doing a seminar. Uh, Calwit, Cal they call themselves. And their, their rally is always at Golden Village Palms in Hemet. And it's always during courtside. So I never get an opportunity to go say hello and thank you. And for whatever reason, the weeks, the, their schedule and, and the courtside schedule allowed me to go present. And so I went down there presented and it was exactly that a lot of people are like hey man thank you you got uh, awesome thank you. oh yeah we stayed at your rv oh this was the oh we did this we did that i had a lady pull me aside she goes can you talk and i went yeah absolutely and she told me a story that when we screwed up and i said you know i know that you're looking at me and and i know how difficult this is for you to tell me and I told her, I said, I really appreciate you taking time. And I'm aware of what we what happened and our failure. And I can assure you that we've fixed it, um, that we won't do that again. And I know that we reimbursed you. And I know that we made you good. But I realize that you probably still have reservations. And she says, yeah, I do. And so, man, I love it when we're great. And I love hearing about it. But I got to tell you, it's it's also good to hear it when when you're not and um she was gracious enough to 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 not blurt it out in the middle of a seminar which i have had happen in the past and and like i like i told her and then actually like i told that group i said the best thing i did at that courtside seminar was tell everybody that i don't know everything and that's the truth i'm, I'm kind of deadly on 10 or 12 things and when it comes to rv stuff but man you know I'm I'm just like them. I just want to help people. That's it. Absolutely. Well, and you got to think. I mean, in reality, Keith. I mean, there's so many moving parts, and there's there's so much that goes in and out of different types and styles of art. And then, of course, you have the human factor of your team and yep. of the customer. So there's a lot. But, but you know what? This dude, this is what's hit me recently. And honestly, this is why I really think about electric propulsion and and that sort of thing. If you're an owner of a service center, really, and I don't care if it's motorcycles or small engines or whatever it might be, honestly, really, in the end, your job is to affect some sort of repair or advice that results in greater uptime to your customer. So if that means fewer working parts, then we need to make those kinds of difficult recommendations. We need to say, hey, man, 
this system might be better for you to consider. So I'm totally with you on fewer working parts. I like that. Exactly. Make it simple, man, and make it make it more reliable for our customer. That's our job as a service center. Sure. So if you were to kind of put a synopsis of where your service center is now with how many people work for you, kind of the uh, how many RVs come in and out, and maybe tell us a little bit about the shop itself, and then perhaps about the Grove. Um, we'll kind of go into that, that next. Uh, yeah, Grove is um, unique. We're lucky to have the uh, opportunity to have purchased this piece of acreage, a piece of property that's sizable enough to where, where we can put, well, there's probably close to 100 RVs in there right now, but we have RV spaces uh, pull through and we, we built a miniature RV park only for our customers. And our customers stay with us as a courtesy, no charge, while we're working on their coach. And it's a um, uh, peace of mind for them. We know that they're safe. Uh, it's in a, it's, you've been there, it's an incredible little place. Uh, um, super popular, you know, and yeah. it makes a difference. I, and again, well, this is where I came from. I can remember back in 2000 going, okay, we're going to work on motorhomes. And if we have to work on it overnight, they can go stay in a hotel. We got plenty of hotels real close by. And hey, it's kind of neat. A lot of these people have tow cars, so it's easy for them. But you know what? No, that's not how it is. And it's not that anybody smacked me with it, but I had to keep my eyes and ears open. Their pillow is in there, their dog is in there, their medication, their glasses, their hat, their their life is inside this motorhome. Right. And I thought myself and my wife and what we do and when we go, well, when we go to her horse events, everything's, in, you know, if someone told me that, oh, hey, leave me your trailer for four days while you go stay in this, no way. You know, right. I've set this RV up to where I can live in it and I'm living in it and it's my place. So we get it and we accommodate that and it's i it, it's a game changer it and, totally is. but but i gotta i gotta tell you you know for us it it's not that kind of thing isn't for everybody you know there's some customers that don't understand it uh, we've had a couple that have not appreciated it um so it's it, it, it i just keep looking at it and i go thank goodness we're able to do this for our customer because and here's the thing we realized early on that our customer travels. I didn't, <laughs> I never, I heard the term snowbird. I just never knew what it was. Right. To me, a snowbird was someone that stayed out at the river, or, you know, Parker, I don't know, you know, during the, the, during the winter, but I had no idea it was such a huge contingent from the North and the Northwest. And then, you know, you start meeting people from British Columbia and, um, it, it just blows me away and boom, where are they going? Southwest United States, AKA Yuma, Quartzsite, uh, that area in, 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 in the winter because it's 60 and 70 degrees every day. Yep. Yeah. Palm Springs, uh, Camp Verde, Phoenix. Uh, all... Yeah. Yeah. Well, Phoenix. heck, you know, really the retirement belt sunshine hits the earth really starting in Hemet. So it does, you know, that's a huge retirement area. Mm -hmm. I agree. And a uh, bunch of RV parks out there. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you mentioned the Grove, your private RV park also has not just pull through, but it's full hookups. And yeah. uh, that's huge. You know, I stayed there. It's behind a, a gate, an automatic gate. Yeah. So you're safe, yeah. you know, you can 
walk to the grocery store if you want. You can, it's literally a block from your shop. There's a brewery next door now. A brewery just went in. It's called Smudge Pot Brewery. So you right. can go have a couple uh, IPAs and then stumble back to the Grove without an issue. Exactly. Um, but today I was there today, and I'll be there again tomorrow. Uh, I had a customer grab me at the Grove, and they said, thank you for paving this. And he, he said, I know how much paving costs. Uh, but he said, I really, we really, he and his wife, really appreciate the fact that we paved it. And, you know, that's, I hope our shops get it, man. Um, that is honestly the real deal. To me, you can, you can say that you're doing the right marketing, the right social media, you're, you're reaching out to your customers, you're doing everything you can. If you get repeat customers. Yeah. And, you oh. know, it, it's easy to be a repeat customer if you're close by and you're like, Hey, let's just run over to that shop. But man, if we're pulling if we've done such a good job that you're going to drive from Kelowna, British Columbia, all the way to Redlands and stay with us and have us do a bunch of work, that means something, you know, that means you trust us. And like you, like your RV shops know, you know, there's probably in their, in their area, there's not a whole lot of choices for people to, to make for service to the RV as compared to their vehicle. You know, to, you can, your car, there's you got 40 or 50 places you can take your little car and get it worked on, oil change, whatever, tires. But RV, man, especially if they're doing everything, paint, body, tires, roof, inside. You know, we, we don't give ourselves enough credit. We do a tremendous amount of motorhome pull-down shades, and that's MCD out of McKinney, Texas. It's an unbelievable quad. It's a day-night, and it's a privacy shade. You can motorize them. You can pull them down. But there's always two or three coaches in there that we're constantly, you know, we're, we're updating. They're all, we're pulling all the shades out and putting MCDs in. And sure. we call ourselves truck and RV, you know, and here we are. We're, we're, we're fixing balances and putting fabric on and Octavio are, and, and Eddie and Jose, they're just absolutely doing incredible work, you know. So there's so that. much you can do to help an RV customer. Yes. So tell us now we talked about the Grove a little bit. Let's talk more about the actual shop facility. I mean, tell me how many bays, how many employees, how many rigs come through there a week or per month? Yeah, um, I I have 20 employees, 10 techs, uh, one parts guy. We need probably six more of him. Uh, there's four in the office, you know, one general manager and then three others that act as service advisors. They all answer phones. They all write service you know, help out. Um, I got my near and dear Gary that's worked for us forever. And if we don't have a part, we're fortunate that Fontana uh, is close by. It's an extremely commercial truck area so we can find stuff for, well, I mean, hey, let's, let's be realistic. An RV is a commercial truck chassis. So we can find airbags and, you know, dealer items, uh, Freightliner, especially Ford. Um, and if we don't have it in stock, he's and and it's available, he's able to go get it and allow us to put it on. And that's you know we don't that, that's something that we don't talk enough about. You know I, I you know you're traveling and oh hey you need a ball joint. Okay, well it's four days away. Well what if you drove thirty minutes and picked it up? Oh okay, let's do it that way. And that's what we do. 
um, we, especially at the shop, you know, we feel like, Hey man, that's our coach. Um, we're, we're processing close to 130, 140 work orders every month. So those coincide typically one per one per uh, motorhome. So you can say that we're processing, you know, that 100 to 130 motorhomes go through our shop every month. Um, we're, we're, we're six bays. That's three on each side. It's a 5,000 square foot building on a one acre lot. And there's probably 80 RVs in there. Um, it looks like an aircraft carrier in the middle of the Persian Gulf with all the aircraft on the deck. It is unbelievable what these guys do. Um, you know, I feel for them. We have to move this coach to get to that coach and that sort of thing once in a while. Uh, but it's, it's uh, it, the amount of uh, the amount of work that we process on a monthly basis is truly amazing. And then, okay. you know, we go into January, we go to Quartzsite and we do eight days of a shop out there and we do, we process almost as many work orders out there. Uh, I, I don't have a count yet, but I'm going to guess it's well over a hundred that, you know, went through the Quartzsite shop in eight days. So, right. and I you were there for two or three of them, you saw the chaos. Yeah, I mean, that's what I wanted to touch on as well. So most people in the industry know what the RV, uh, our, uh, the Quartzsite RV and Travel Show really is. It's been there for 20 plus years and it's kind of the Mecca in Quartzsite, yeah. Arizona. And, and, and started so, out as a gem show or something of that. Yeah, yeah. And so Keith and, and his crew at Redlands, they go out there each year. And like you said, they got like six bays. Now they set up a full on service center on concrete with tents. And they bring the crew and the tools and the power tools. And and uh, literally, people are just there ready to go get their upgrades, whether it's tires, shocks, suspension. Uh, and you guys just, it's amazing what you guys were able to do. I mean, seeing it firsthand was was pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you you said some of the numbers. But, yeah, it was it was a lot. And, and you guys stay out there. You stay out there for eight days in your RVs, yep. set up with your, your – uh, your chefs and your, your, your dinner tables area. And, you know, what I thought was really cool was, um, you know, I was there for, for three days, uh, doing some video shoot and what have you for them. And, uh, you know, just the camaraderie of not only the crew, uh, but you know, if, if there was times where there were customers that ended up staying late or, or being there for lunch or breakfast, and it's like, everybody's welcome, you know, come on over. We're making breakfast for everybody, yep. for everybody. Uh, and, and I just thought that was cool. <laughs> Oh. And, and, you know, I remember five or six years ago and inviting some, and probably it was probably 10 years ago, actually inviting someone over to camp and people like, Oh, you know, Margaret guys like, Oh, you know, we want to have a beer, you know, so what, let's get these customers over. And then all of a sudden the customers are having a blast and cracking jokes and, you know, and, and yes, truthfully, then we get to give them a hard time because why didn't you buy Coney shocks or, you know, you need right. tires, let's get tires done. And then they get to realize that we're just humans and we're there to help them. And they're like, yep, let's do it. Let's get it done. They trust us. And then they come see us at the Grove. They get to stay on their way home or, and it, it's like, they tell us all the time, like, man, I'm so glad I found you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. The human factor is, is just so important. People okay. buy from people. Yep, exactly. That they know, like, and trust. Yeah, right. There you go. It's well known. So, yeah, cool. So, I'm going to shift gears for a few minutes, and uh, I'm going to give a little quick quick uh, rundown of my history 
um, in the online marketing world and how this fits into our podcast. And then we're going to shift over to how that has um, made a big difference for Keith and his shop at Redlands. So a little bit about me. Um, I've been doing online marketing for over 15 years, and that, that boils down to everything from custom websites, online stores, um, getting people found on Google, uh, graphic design, um, and, and everything in between. So we are a full service agency. And over the years, similar to what he said, you know, we, we've worked with all different types of businesses over the years, from attorneys to, to uh, uh, auto glass shops to, um, you know, everything that you can imagine, every kind of business out there. But we've really found our sweet spot and we really enjoy working with uh, shops and uh, uh, RV repair shops is, is a big, uh, a big thing that we have uh, really expanded into and are trying to help as, as many as we can. And so um, that's really kind of the premise of our, our podcast is to really dig in deep of what's going on out there in, in, in the shop world and what's happening and what's the latest and greatest and, and what's the real life stuff that happens um, along the way uh, for people like Keith and his sister, Karen, and then my portion of it really is um, how technology and how um, having an, a powerful online presence can really be a game changer to get those types of numbers that, that Keith has, uh, has gotten. Obviously, Keith had a long history of, of success, but, um, you know, in the last uh, year and a half, I guess we've been working together, we've, we've expanded a lot of what Keith didn't have before. He had a very simple website with really not much traction. Uh, no communication, and we were just no totally, sales, no no parts house. Yeah, no parts house, no no sales every week. I mean, and to where what it is now, uh, we've really upped the game where people can literally go to uh, RedlandsRV.com, which is kind of the shortened version of it, and they could start a conversation with the service advisor right there via text message or phone. And uh, uh, the, the amount of leads that come in now is just crazy. I mean, I, I see them coming in and every. Every week, there's you no know, five or ten new leads for you know higher end upgrades or repairs. Yeah. And uh, so maybe tell me a little bit on your side of it, Keith, kind of where you were and how things have shifted. Well, here's the most significant one for me. So we do a thing called Liquid Spring, and if the shops have heard about it, I'm sure they know how significant it is. We're doing it mostly on F53. That's a Class A motorhome gas engine. We're removing all of the suspension front and rear and we're putting about thirty thousand dollars worth of computer controlled silicone filled uh high performance suspension underneath it and the secret secret the the magic about it all is their their shock absorber if you will their actuator and 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 how it's tied into a computer i mean it's an unbelievable ride it is it worth it absolutely is it expensive absolutely three to four leads a week that we get asking about liquid spring through Brad's deal. And I guarantee you, Brad, we weren't getting that before. I, I, I am, I'm looking back and going, man, I should have started this a whole lot, long, a lot longer ago, the, especially the lead generation, the lead capture. Um, right. And I, I'll be honest with you, you know, I, I call my, my general manager gets that referral and he's really, he's very knowledgeable on liquid spring. Uh, he's been doing it from the very beginning, many, many years ago. I think we started seven, eight years ago with liquid spring. Um, 
excellent conversion rate. You know, I, I call him and say, Hey, how do we do it? And he says, they're scheduled for Tuesday. And it's like, right on, you know, I, I know it, it's going to be another incredibly happy customer. So, um, I, I, I know I answered your question. I, I don't know what else I need to, if you have another question, sorry. No, I mean, the proof is in the pudding, you know, I mean, we mentioned that before we really, uh, you really partnered up with us to, to take your business to another level with, with online marketing and automation and chat and different things. I mean, those leads just were not there. And so now they're there. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a bottom line. Money. And you know, Brad, this just hit me. I just started thinking about this. Um, yeah, you. Yeah, we did. We, you, and your team cleaned up our website. Absolutely. Yeah, we got a, a online store. Yep, and we've made some sales through it. Here I am, a business owner, and if I didn't get leads from it, I tell you what, I won't do any social media in the future that's not connected to lead generation. You know, I was. In the past, I was just had a website just so people had our address and they could find our, you know, if they they could go online and look how to get here. Um, so that's how horrible our web page was up until Brad overhauled it, really overhauled it. And we got a new one. Sure. We, 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 we threw out the 1990 website and we've got a 2024 model. Could be happier. But and I didn't know that. I really didn't know how much lead generation was going to mean to me as a business owner, because now I can quantify, uh, um, you know, obviously what uh, the energies that we're expending in social media, whether it's time or money and realizing that I'm really getting it back and it, I'm getting it back in exactly what we needed, which is hot live lead. Here's someone that saw something and they're contacting us and giving us permission to call them or text them or send them an email. That's huge. You know, people pay big, big bucks for, for one. We're getting three or four a week just on one product line. Um, we, uh, I know you saw it, but we just got that other one the other day for shocks and stuff. So it just, it's, it, it's so rewarding to, to get the leads. Yeah. Well, and it's so important, you know, with modern technology and I, I'll kind of move on from, from this conversation into kind of what we foresee in the future in both industries. But, uh, you know, the bottom line is, is uh, things have changed, you know, uh, word of mouth is certainly still alive and well, but, you know, most everybody's on their phone and they're searching for things on, online. And if they don't find you, they're going to find your competitors and they're going to contact your competitors. There, um, and yep. Um, what I tell my guys is if we miss something or we don't ask Mr. Davis about his shock absorbers or his tires or whatever it might be, someone else is gonna. Mm -hmm. And someone's gonna get that $6,000 tire job or that $1,600 fork shock job. And it's not gonna be us. And there's a chance that, again, what's my most important thing for me personally is that customer comes back. If they go to another shop, there's a good chance they won't come back to us for a while. And I don't want that. Exactly. No, I agree. I agree. Well, I think our last little segment of the show today, uh, we'll just kind of do a brief summary of what you foresee in the future for RV uh, service centers. And then I'll kind of do the same for what I feel is happening for online marketing for shops. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you want to um, give us 
thousand foot view. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I've gone or we have uh, had a presence at our friendly service centers that we sell parts to, um, some of them are in Arizona, some of them are are somewhat local. Um, they appreciate it. You know, they they appreciate the time that we spend there. They understand that what we're trying to do. But when I leave, it's it's like the ask leaves. And the future of dealing with motorhome customers, RV owners in the United States, um, which is going to be Western United States, Texas, and probably a lot good portions of, of uh, Florida. Um, you have to, the best way for you to be brave enough to ask a question on whatever upgrade or whatever something that needs to go on with your motorhome is to have knowledge about it. There's no way that I can tell, I can convince you to buy four Coney shocks if I can't tell you why they're 80% better than any other shock absorber out there. Um, and not just from personal experience. I need to tell you what frequency selective dampening means. I need to explain it's a, a dual action hydraulic shock instead of a single action gas charged. And, you know, once you have this knowledge and you understand how a sway bar works or a self-centering steering stabilizer like the Safety Plus, it's really easy to ask that question of the customer. And that's the future of any RV service center is you have to ask them if you can help them enjoy their coach better. Can I improve your ride? Can I make it safer? Hey, what if you can't drive and somebody else that normally doesn't drive has to get you home 200 miles? Maybe this safety plus is a really good idea that keeps the wheel centered and helps the non-driver. Right. And if you have an accident, it's going to be a game changer. So here's, you know, this thing's 38 feet long and it's a commercial truck. And, you know, even the best of drivers uh, need help. And the truth is, is that we're in it and we're enjoying this thing. And why not enjoy it? To, why not enjoy it to its maximum? And that's what you should do. To me, that's what our service centers ought to do is we ought to be there to help them enjoy it to the maximum. And there's some customers that, that want an extremely smooth ride and there's some that are not maybe that customer doesn't care about a smooth ride or a safety plus maybe they want 80 more horsepower and 300 foot pounds of torque on their diesel pusher or their renegade you know their their uh, uh cascadia front end uh, front engine diesel their super c yeah, yeah yeah that's us um and and the other our service centers we can you, we have to be able to have the knowledge to be brave enough to ask our customers if we can help them out and enjoy their coach. Um, our, our customers are 60, 70, and sometimes 80 years old, 50, maybe at the low end. They've made a huge investment in this motorhome. You know, motorhomes today, two, three, four, six hundred thousand dollars um, $600,000. They're probably going to drive it for 10, 15, 20 years, maybe 15 years. So what we tell people all the time, hey, let's get this stuff on there now. So that you can enjoy it right away. Oh, you're going on a big three thousand mile journey. Let's get this stuff done now, not when you come back. And they get yeah. it, you know. And they they because we have knowledge, we're able to communicate that with our customer. And 
I think that's very important in the future for our service centers. Sorry again for the long-winded answer. No, I mean, that's what it's all about is, is really being real about it and, and talking the truth. And that's, Actually, I, I love I, I love it. I love what we do. I love helping people. I love helping our friendly uh, service centers that get it. Um, uh, we've we've got a couple excellent manufacturers. You and I just talked about RVMP, uh, RV Mobile Power uh, Generator made out of uh, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. I think they're headquartered, and then they're in Elkhart. They're selling. Okay. They're selling to the manufacturer. They're selling to 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 you know the end end RV maker, and they're also supporting us as well with information on generators. And you know we oh. sold eleven. I just looked at the number. We sold eleven of the portable gas generators at Quartzsite. We've never sold a portable generator in our life at our our shop or whatever. And we had two pallets of them in Quartzsite, and within three days they were all gone. Oh yeah, it's that, good of a pro it's that good of a product. Yeah, they were gone just and, like that. And hey, maybe that's something for a service center. You know, I uh, I was like, nah. You know, let's you know, uh, don't put them in the booth. This is quartzite. You know, blah blah blah. I don't want to deal with them. But we we they were on display in, inside the sales tent at quartzite, and that's where they all got sold. People like, I want that one right there. <laughs> okay, here it is. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. and, one, and the one had a remote control, which was really cool. Yeah. Yep. And we just got two more pallets of them. So they'll, uh, they're, well, you know, they'll go on the webpage and I'm sure they'll be sold quickly. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, I think that that, that really ties into, you know, what's happening in the future. And we'll be expanding on this more on the show where we really dig into the real life inner workings of the shops and, uh, you know, peace experience with what's happening out there. And uh, I'll just kind of wrap with this, you know, um, technology is going so fast in the RV uh, repair and upgrade space, but you know, th there's so much that I, I talk to different shop owners and I, I see their websites and, and their social media and, and what they have. And there's so many things that could be improved upon nowadays that, that, that what I see is so many shop owners, they're, they're busy working uh, in the business, but not on the business. And, you know, so many times if, you know, having a conversation with us here about, you know, about, you know, what what's out there, you know, uh, technology wise, automation wise, uh, communication wise, whether it's a powerful chat system or a text system for your for your website or just really sometimes overhauling the website entirely so you can be found on Google search. Uh, it's really where everything's going. And, um, you know, it's 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 amazing. I mean, artificial intelligence, AI is is a big thing these days and it, it ties into all of it. And so we'll be expanding on more of those subjects, but the bottom line is, is, you know, it, now's the time. You don't want to just sit in the, your 1990s website and expect people to find you and get more business out of it. It's time to, to explore what's out there. And uh, uh, that's, that's obviously what Keith did. I, I, it's really hit me recently, like in the last three months that I am so glad we did it. I think Within a year, if you don't have some sort of fresh, attractive, and and not not over the top website, but just a decent website, if you don't have one, I think people are going to say, "Hey, man, they're, I, it's not a company I want to deal with." You know, I don't even care what my friend said or 
you know, yeah. I can't call them. I, or they don't answer their phone or, right. you know, I don't know. I, I think in the future, it's definitely super important to make sure that people get a really good glimpse of what it is you're trying to do. Yeah. And hopefully for the shops, like it did for us, you know, it helped us really define what our customer is and not that we can simply say, Hey, these are, this is the exact uh, diagram of our customer or, or whatever the, the correct words are. Our, yeah. But I, 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 I got to tell you what's really helped our business is us being able to figure out what customers won't appreciate our incredible level of service. And that's allowed our guys to remain proud without getting attacked or, you know, the crazy things that happen from retail service and sales that all the shops have had to deal with. But I really, I, I know that the, one of the most important things we're doing is figuring out what customers best appreciate Redlands Truck and RV. Yes, 100%. Awesome. Well, I think we'll go ahead and wrap today, Keith. I'm really uh, stoked about where we're starting out today on the podcast. Remember, everybody, it's RV Pro Talk uh, for shop owners. And uh, we'll wrap up today and uh, we'll catch up again in the near future. Thanks, Brad. Sorry for being long-winded. Dude, I loved it. <laughs> awesome. for listening to the RV Pro Talk podcast. Uh, listen to our show on all streaming platforms and uh, even YouTube. And if you have a question or need a referral, reach out to us. We're here to help.